back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. G'day, everybody. And today we're taking a brief break in our Psycho franchise film reviews to give you this new um, review, which Mike will give it to you. Yeah. Now, this is a little bit bit different, but Mm. still in the same things we do. But now, uh, I'll start off this way. Back in the olden days of the silent movie making, there was a a vampire movie made. It was called Nosferatu, the Symphony of Horror or Symphony of Terror. I can't remember the full name of it now. Uh, that was done by a person called uh, Frederick Murnau. I think uh, uh, Murnau. I think I'm not quite sure. He's the a, German it's a German. It's uh, a German name. name. Okay. In anyway, words. this guy made is probably one of the one of the first. And I still think reasonably high-quality vampire movies of the time. Mm. Now, we're not reviewing this movie. What we're doing is we're reviewing a movie called Shadow of the Vampire, done in the year, year 2000, which is, what would you call it? A fictional documentary, mm. a bit like a mockumentary to a certain degree, uh, based on the making of that movie. And... Mm. Uh, it's really um, ingenious how they've done it. What do you think, Sarah? Mm, I think so. And I think I like the fact that it's a mockumentary. Yeah, it's, it, it's not funny, but it's not real. It's fictional, okay? It, where it's not a real document, it's not a biodrama sort of thing, you know, based on a true occurrence. It mm. is all made up around the making of the movie. Mm. But that's why I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And so it's got a touch of horror in it because it's obviously, um, well, well, not quite a horror movie, but it's got more like a to me more mm, of a horror drama. Yeah, horror drama type thing. Yeah, so it's rather good. But anyway, we're going to roll into it. But I'm going to go through uh, a couple of things. It was directed by uh, Elias Murring, I think is the right pronunciation of the name. Mm. Written by a person called Stephen Katz. Now produced by. Uh, Saturn Films, uh, which are actually is run by or owned by Nicolas Cage and a Jeff Levine. Now, I didn't know uh, Nicolas Cage was into this sort of movie, but obviously he is. Yes, well, actually, <laughs> Nicolas Cage wasn't in the movie. He was a producer no, of I, the no, movie. No, I just say he wasn't into this type of movie. Yeah. He's in action movies and other mm-hmm. things and dramas yeah. and stuff. Well, yeah, well, so this is his first being... Th- a producer of yeah. this type of movie. So maybe got a taste for the occult and stuff. Mm-hmm. Good right. one, Nicholas. Yes. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, who stars in this film? Oh, well, we're gonna, I'm not going to go through everybody, but there's a whole lot of good groovy people in it. Mm-hmm. One of my favourites is John Malkovich. He plays the lead role of Frederick Murnau. Uh, yeah, and you may have known him. And you movie. may know him from um, Velvet Buzzsaw, we reviewed just recently. I mean, previously. He's been in other movies. I and can't remember that at the moment. <laughs> um, he was in Warm Bodies, a, va- a zombie movie. He was, he was, yes. And a number of other movies uh, I'll yeah. care to name. But there's just something about him. There's just something about his personality. Year. He's rather good. I, he, 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 I don't think he's normally a leading man type, but he's a really damn good co-star. Mm, yeah. Agreed. Okay, now, our vampire. Uh-huh. <laughs> Willem Dafoe plays the vampire. And... My, my, um, how to put it, his makeup makes him look like the original 
Max Shrek vampire in the Son movie. Yeah. It's actually to, to such a good degree that they can actually do some old footage and some new footage together and it is so close that you don't know the difference. Just so you guys know that the, the, the vampire is also named Max Schroeder. It's Max Shrek. Shrek, sorry. I could, it says so many foreign names in this. Shrek, yeah, Max Shrek. He was supposed to be the actor who portrayed uh, uh, Count Orlock in the original silent movie. In this movie, they're saying, well, Max Shrek is a pretend name because Count Orlock is really a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So he's sort of uh, given an alias. Yeah. 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 So it's, it, that's where it goes. It, it sort of stretches into the real realms of fiction. Yeah. And who else stars in this oh, film? Oh, Carrie Elwes. Uh, I never can pronounce his name. E L W E S. Yeah, How he's you pronounce been, that? I don't yeah. know. He plays um, he, Fitz Wagner. Uh, yeah. Fritz Wagner is a cinematographer. Yeah. yeah. And a video he, guy. And of um, course, he has been in. Um, well, the actual actor who's playing him is um, he's played in um, Princess Bride. Uh, yes, he has. And he, he was has. in, um, he let was me see, boy. the um, another movie that's a, we'll he, probably review later on in the saw. year. Well, yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah, uh-huh. And another movie called, that's sort of a Frankenstein based off novel oh, movie really? called The Bride. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. And oh, here's one. Uh, I'll, I'll skip this guy, but the next one is Eddie Izzard. I've seen Eddie in a few things over the years. He mm. plays um, um, the male actor in the movie, mm. uh, the their version of Jonathan Gustav. Harker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, his name is Gustav, but he, when he's in, in that movie, he's playing the Jonathan Harker role, and he actually is quite believable in the way he's acting too. So mm-hmm. everything's coming together. You've got Udo mm. Kier. Uh, he's in it. He's playing a, uh, a producer, art director, and a costume designer. Um, yeah, it's just it, it's it's like a cast of thousands. Cecil B. DeMille would have been really pleased. Yeah, and <laughs> and the lady who's playing our Mina Harker in this sort of well, the, yeah, that, that sort of person. Yeah, yeah, is, is um, uh, played by uh, Catherine McCormack. Yeah, her her character's name is called Greta Schroeder. Schroeder. So that's why I got the other. That's why I got up. the name yeah. mixed up yeah. there. And so. she plays Ellen Huther, or Mina Harker, which is referring yeah. to the original And um, she's a story. total utter bitch in this movie. It's not being rude or anything, but that's what her character is like. Well, she is. She's a real pain in the freckle. Yeah, well, I don't like saying bitch out loud, but oh, I just no, feel she like... is, no, actually, in this movie, she is a nasty piece of work. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so... Hmm. Anyway, do you want to take over telling the storyline? Yes, I will. So it starts at the beginning, um, the opening scene where they're just filming, um, say, one or two of the scenes from Nosferatu. In, in a film set. Yes. Hmm. There, and um, while, while filming, he gets our famous director, he gets a little bit um, annoyed by the... Um, by their lead actress, Greta, who says that she doesn't like being in front of a camera. She says it doesn't give her life. It makes her look... Well, it just takes away her life. Yeah, she, she prefers to be a stage actress. Yeah, and this yeah. is back in the time where cinema filmmaking is a new thing, guys. Yeah, it's, a new, it's a new thing. And, and actually, they referred to the filmmakers as doctor because they're a doctor of science mm. uh, in the science of cinematography. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's quite right. Mm. So so cinema was a new thing back in the 1920, 1920s. So that was... Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so it was a strange thing for a lot of people. I mean, there were experiments going on 
at the turn of the previous century, but they were in more experimental films. Um, but yeah, the main stuff was early last century in the uh, and the twenties were uh, mm -hmm. rather prolific and. They turned out a lot of good solid movies. Mm -hmm, quite right. Mm. So anyway, um, so our, our director, so our director goes a and is 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 about to get ready to for them to film on location with their with their Jonathan Harker actor Gus yeah. Gustav. Gustav, yeah. What a yeah. name here. Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um. He um, gets his crew ready, and so they head off to... Where are they heading off to, Mike? Bugger if I know. Some place... I can't be pronounce all these German places. Hang on. I'll hey, say, don't I, be I, rude. No, I can't pronounce all the names. Uh, I had it written down here somewhere. I, I got it written down. I don't care. Um, they go somewhere to, uh, to film on location. in Somewhere in Czechoslovakia. Hmm. But it doesn't say actually where. Mm -hmm. How's that grab you? Yeah. So anyway, they go over to Czechoslovakia. They set up in an inn uh, or worn out or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and no, 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 so, no, um, of course, as they they settle in, they wonder where they're going to get the extras from. And Monas says the extras will be the um, ordinary the, people yeah, living the there. Yeah, townspeople. Yeah. Yes. You, you don't for background stuff. You don't need to have a lot of extra people running around. Just yeah. use. Send it back around, do your daily chores, whatever, walk yeah. down the street, and that's enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, meaning um, just um, sell the camera there and watch it roll for the entire day, watching people walking around, doing bugger or nothing. <laughs> oh, that's that very rude. Well, well. Anyway, so they did a bit of day shooting, and the shooting is great at first, but then the locals get annoyed that they're. Um, they're mockering their um, religious beliefs at, oh, the the motel, at the hotel. I didn't think. I don't think they actually mocked them. They actually took all the crucifixes down off the wall, yeah. so they wouldn't be in the film shots. Yeah, because they didn't mock them, mm -hmm. and they got annoyed. Yeah, they did. But there's a reason because they believe in vampires and stuff, and that helps to protect them. Yeah. So you know. Mm. Yeah. Soon. So we soon arrive at uh, the castle of sorts, and for the night shoot. For the night shot shoots. And, and everyone's waiting. Hey, we haven't seen the lead actor who's going to play the vampire. Yeah, um, the producer and writer have um, pestered the director nonstop about who's going to be casted as the um, the um, vampire. What kind of makeup will he need? What kind of costumes will he need? Stuff like that. Yada yada yada. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, when we get to the site at night time, the um, how he shows the uh, the. Uh, the vampire was pretty interesting. This is probably one of the things I love about filmmaking, where they don't show you the monster till the um, direct until the actors actually see it, and they they display real emotions in this. Yeah, they have no scenes. idea what he's going to look like or act like or anything. And yeah, this is one yeah. of the reasons why I like it when um, directors go uh, a little. You know, keep it a secret, and then they go ahead and then they expose it, and the, you don't know the result. The results of the actor's reaction until you see it on the big screen. Look at that! Yeah. So anyway, our our lead actor Gustav, he does the scene. His motions show up when he sees the Dracula creature, and he's is kind of frozen in terror by the expression. It's a really intense scene for him. He's the the atmosphere 
uh, around this actor and his role, it scared the crap out of me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah imagine it scared the crew a bit when they'd seen, it, seen him. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, um, they then shut up shop for, that, for the day and the producer oh. says, what, for that very scene? And, of course, um, Mona says, I would have gone anywhere to, to do this scene to just see the expression on Gustav's face. And he did, look, he just about peed his pants, folks. I mean, he was... Like, yes. He, he couldn't speak. Yeah. And all <laughs> the while... He's a the, was a silent movie, would have matter yeah, what it All the while, the director of photography, I don't know if they would have called it back then, but he oh, would have been a photographer back then. Yeah, a, a doctor of photography or cinematography or yeah, something. Yeah, so he... Her doctor. Yeah, all the time he's um gets drained and exhausted and I don't know if I that was... I think someone's having a snack on him. Yeah, and I don't know if it was probably either he's drugged out or ill or sick. Well, I think a bit of both. Could have been uh, both. Because everyone's hitting, the, hitting uh, morphine and laudanum yeah. and different things. Yeah, all the good old groovy drugs yeah. back back then, yeah. Yeah, and the, you won't, you'll be surprised at how much... Um, drugs we see in this movie. Oh, yeah. So it's, it, it wasn't illegal like it is now. No. Uh, it was like, oh, it was uh, like just drinking too much. I'd just take a bit of drugs and, yeah. Yeah. And, so uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, they do too much. Nothing new under the sun, if, if that's what I mean. Drugs are old, so sex. I mean, it, but it's in the movie. Yeah. yeah so, mm. anyway, um, the next m- not evening, I guess, um, they set up for the next scene with their lead actor, Max um, Shrek, and with with Hatta or whatever. Hatta, well, yeah, that guy. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it goes really well for you know, and everyone's bewildered by the fact that Max is an amateur. But well, not an amateur. They don't know him. They yeah. said, "Where did he get him from?" So oh, and he makes it some fictitious story. Oh, we got him from this so-and-so acting yeah, troupe in so-and-so company, and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and they said, yeah, and, and he's, he's really good at character roles. Yes, and yeah, so, that's it. Um, so while yeah. he's doing the scene, um, he um, does a few, he does a few hand gestures towards the locket with Greta Schroeder in it. Oh, that place. He has nice bosoms. Yes, <laughs> that's what he says. And so at one point, he is lucky. Well, lucky he, wasn't the talkie. Yeah, hey? mm-hmm, quite right. <laughs> so anyway, he looks at it and um, he kind of says a few things that like that. He does. He what are you taking with that? But it's a funny that well, he, part of the. Can we tell him now? Yes. Let's part of him. his payment for being in the movie, he was going to get Greta at the end of it. So we could have munchy, munchy, munchy with her. You know? Yeah, but then again, the director wasn't fond of her, the producer wasn't fond of her, the writer was not even fond of yeah, her. Yeah, it's all plan. So, hey, it's just, you know, oh, we'll get rid of her at the end of it. It's even okay. though we yeah. know for a fact she's probably did thousands of other movies just after this Nosferatu in real life. Well, we'll get on it later when we talk about the actors and stuff. Yes, yeah, so yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, so another scene where they're like the um, dining scene between um, Mac. With the vampire and 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 Gustav, um, he's slicing a bit of bread, you know. Yeah, and while they're slicing, finger. he cuts his finger, and <laughs> this causes the vampire to get all hungry. Yeah, ravenous. <sighs> so he tanks him. Yes, so he, he does. Yeah. And while this is happening, the lights go out. The lights go out, and our cam- our director of photography gets, um, well, he gets bitten. Yeah, on the neck, was it? Yes, and nah, really. everyone is freaking out, and even Gustav says he sawed him, you know, 
drinking his blood and all that stuff. And Do you have a straw? I don't know. Mm. Anyway, the director approaches the vampire, says that he promised to keep everything a secret from his people, and and he, it will be hard for him to continue doing this film if he doesn't, if the vampire doesn't control himself. Yeah, self-control of the vampire. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, the vampire goes on that he doesn't. He 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 he'll continue doing what he likes and and he, he like <laughs> and he even marked that he doesn't like the ship scene in this production he, he doesn't want to, so he doesn't like to go over water uh, actually it's really weird a lot of movies say they can't go over running water or something or other or yeah. Yeah, i can't remember still water's okay like a lake mm-hmm. but they can't go over moving water like yeah, a river well, or an ocean it, yeah. it does make mm. you wonder that i mean yeah. uh in the dracula movies he Rives in England by in boat. boat. Yeah, so that's, that that sort of contradicts the stories yeah. and the mythology. So oh, yeah, hmm, interesting that. I never could figure out why. But, one or maybe just get seasick. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, so they make they make a model of the boat at, at his castle. Yeah, to make things less difficult. Yeah. So yeah, and of course. In Mon- the navy. <laughs> so anyway, our director Mona, he goes off to get a new d- photographer because his other one is not feeling so hot. Yeah, so it and it's Carrie, whatever his name is. Yeah, Earls. and yeah. while well, his producer and his writer stay behind to look after the set, keep an eye on the ship and everything. Yeah, yeah. And keep the company together, if they can. Yeah. And yeah, there lovely. was one scene where they're drinking um, snaps. snaps. And anyone have snaps? It's really good. Yeah, and they're talking with the vampire Max. Um, Max well, and he, um, well, the pretend Max Freck, who's actually Count Orlock. Yeah, yeah and yeah. as they're talking, he, they discuss the book and about how um, Dr- Dracula never... Well, no, yeah, they're asking Orlock how he perceives the personality of uh, the character of, uh, yeah. of Dracula. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Dracula never had servants. How can Dracula know how to prepare food when actually he never eaten for well, so for, many for years? A couple of, a couple so of how can he... Yeah. Um, Make sure that his, the man he that meets him is, it will, yes. will be able to deal with him. So, be, so he had to remember how to actually make put a nice meal, set a table, do this. Yeah, because he hadn't done it for two or three hundred years, whatever. Yeah, you know, he's been eating uh, nothing yeah, but um, blood, blood and all that. Yucky, rats. yucky. Yes. Yeah, so, so um, in the end, he he drinks some um, some bat's blood. Oh, it yeah. is a really dramatic scene. It's really good. It's yeah. gross. It, Poor yeah. bat. Yeah. No, the, both men were... The the movie. Yeah, both no, men no. were shaken by it, but not too shaken. They, just, they, they were they, still they, drinking. Yeah, they just pass off, I must be drunk. He's in character. He's a really, really good actor, isn't yeah. he? they got no idea, these guys. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, he kills another crew member. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah one, one of the guys what? working on the... One, maybe the one of the car- carpenters, yeah. I think it would be. Yeah, he went there and had a drink. Yeah, yeah, and he, blah, 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 he, and he fell blah, 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 blah. probably, and maybe found much later on. I'm not yeah. sure, dead maybe. Well, he would have, well, he wouldn't have been alive after being thrown off the boat down the side of the hill and yeah. everything. So yeah, he would, so, have, he would have been a bit dead. Yeah. So, mm. um, our director, um, Mona arrives back with um Fitz Wagner with his his new um director of photography, yeah. or photographer. Anyway, yeah, he is pretentious twit too, but uh, but anyway, irrespective. Yeah, irrespective. <laughs> mm. So they continue filming a bit, and it goes really well. And so, soon enough, they end up going before they head off to um, 
to the next um, location, where which was... What oh, was gee, another one I can't pronounce. <laughs> Helen... Helen Landers? No, no, some really, really weird. Helga uh, Land, I think it was? Something like that. Helga Land or something rather. Uh, Helga Goland. Yeah, yeah. H E L I G O L A N D. You try to say it, folks. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so anyway, yeah. Um, they find they, the writer discloses to Wagner and a few of the, cr- the, um, cr- the crew that about how um, the, the Max turns out to be a real vampire and how. Uh, Anyhow, he said, explains that 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 the director Muna wants to make this film so authentic by using a real vampire. So what kind well, of he did, well, so he that's what, yeah. Well, why he goes over there? He gets um um what what does he get to make it look more authentic? He gets natives. He gets a real castle, and real he vampire. gets a real vampire to make it all authentic <coughs> for the camera, even. If it's hard to believe, <laughs> yeah. yes. <coughs> oh, excuse me, folks. <coughs> of course, oh, uh, Wagner <coughs> and all the other guys disbelieve his theories and and say um, that they were that it's all made up. And yeah, stuff. he's just a good actor. Yes. No, he's not. So soon enough, they go to hell. Helen Gollum. Yes, and they arrive at their the, their location, the spot, and of course, um, Greta Sh- uh, Schroeder is there. She's all. Um, drunk or well, drugged up or a bit, whatever. Yeah. She br- anyway, they begin to plan their final scene around her. Oh, now, now by the way, um, Mono and his friends uh, are thinking, hey, we're going to try kill off Count Orlock after the final scene so we don't have any problems with him later on. Yeah. And this sort of goes a bit pear-shaped, as Sarah will tell you in a moment. Yeah. Of course, um, the vampire wants to get Greta right away and slurp, slurp. And slurp her up and drink her. And of course, um, Munoz says, you stay away from her till after this picture is finished. And then she's all yours. Yes, mm. of course, he says, it's hardly your picture anymore. They get to a squaffle, but as usual, the vampire is much more stronger than I the mean, human. you try to argue with producer director, say our breed under our own selves. You know, yes. You just can't. Oh, sorry. Don't you're be one rude. Of those. You're, you're one of those, aren't you? Don't be rude, yeah, yeah. Mike. <laughs> so anyway, um, their stubborn. fight, and of course the vampire <laughs> wins, and he um, walks off to get himself um, drugged up. Yeah. Because in the next scene you see him with Lornama, I think Lornum, it was. I think, yeah. Yeah, and he and the producer and the direct photographer find him there, and he admits to them for pretty much that the, the they truth. the truth that they really got a vampire on the film set. Yeah. And he will stake his reputation on it. Uh-huh. And he <laughs> says that in return for the vampire's help, he will get Greta Schroeder at the end of the film. That's a fair trade. Uh-huh, yeah, she's a crappy actress. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yes, and of course, um, they soon set up their plan. They found out that they couldn't escape at first because the helicopter's gas is empty, meaning they can't really escape if the they what? wanted to. The hel- hel- uh, not helicopter, the, the, the airplane they they've had. They fly in. They fight the um, the vampire over. You, you, you're wondering whether they actually the vampire actually drained the fuel out of the airplane. You don't know because they're just out of fuel. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he could be a smart vampire. So anyway, um, they prepare the final scene. Everything's all arranged. Only 
the producer, the photographer, and director Mono are just at the set and getting things organised without the rest of the crew around. Didn't need them. Yes, and... Well, they were outside doing something else, but we'll we'll mention that later. Yeah, so Greta is um, just getting settled in, but she's a little shaky around Max around. He is, he is creepy. He's supposed to be creepy. Mm. You know, come yeah. on. It's, it's a horror movie about vampires. Well, yeah. It's not the teddy bear's picnic, is it? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> as she's settling in to the scene, she sees Max's no reflection. In a mirror. Ooh. And I, actually, I want to r- stop the there. Uh, <laughs> in the original movie, when they're doing that scene, I think there's a, mo- uh, a, a, a scene there and there's a mirror and he has a reflection. Mm. But they couldn't actually edit that out back in those days. Yeah, well. <laughs> so anyway, she sees it, but instead of um, pa- um, getting tr- trying mm. to kill the vampire, they drug her yeah. o- o- with... Yes, um, yeah, Mono's uh, lauding them, so she gets off at a bit of a, yeah, a, a, trip. a sleepy time, baby. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she, well, she's laying down in bed, supposed to be sleepy anyway, so it relaxed her a little bit. Yeah, so... A lot of bit. Yeah, so <laughs> she's finally... Um, rested a little bit and so they begin the scene without any interruption from her <laughs> which they think probably she's annoying anyway <laughs> yeah, it was no, yes. sorry. so anyway they start that. filming yeah. the shot and all the time um mono is trying to keep things under wraps as much as he can even at the point that both the producer and the, the photographer try to tackle the the vampire, try to fight him yeah, off. Even after they're pl- trying to do things to yeah. him, and, yeah. they even tried their plan of getting him burnt in the sun failed because the rope that was attached to the door that was going to open up to the sun was damaged. Yeah, because the vampire guy got Count Orlock got to it. He knew what they had planned. So I'll fix it so they couldn't open the big door. Yeah, so they were. He was in for a shock, though. Yeah, so the um, photographer and the and the producer continue fighting with him. He he outfights them, and all the time, Doctor, I mean, director of Mono is filming the whole scene. Hmm. And he says um, that he must continue this. Um, he has to go back to his mark because if it's not in frame, it didn't happen or something rather. Yes. Yeah. So. He continues filming, and of course, he finally um, Greta finally snuffs it. Oh, what a shame! Meaning, there were some really good shots there. Slip, 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 slip. Yeah, and then while this is happening, the vampire turns and sees that the door is finally opening by the by the crew itself. Yeah, they're opening it from the outside to let the people out. All the time, Mono's saying all nasty things to the vampire, saying, "You take the sun." Now years of red horrible things you've done, blasphemy. You he said a lot of rude words. Upset. He says this a lot in these movies because back then you are the director gives you directions or you know in the silent movies. Yeah, and actually that's where it really came from. You'd sit there say, "I want you to come in that door there, look at her, blah blah," and while you're doing it, they're actually talking through the scene. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. while this is happening, the vampire slowly. Um, takes the sun and he burns and decays and dies. And Mono is still turning the camera uh, handle. He's saying, "Could someone pick up the clapperboard and give me an end mark, please?" His crew's dead. Well, some of the crew. Well, the, are the, still the, alive. the guys who were there, the guys coming through the door, yeah. who are in a bit of shock. Ooh, what happened here? Yeah. Um, mm. yeah. He's asking for the dead guys to get yeah. up and give him a clapperboard mark. No, one of the crew members picks. They it did up. eventually, but yeah, he, he picks the other guys. it up yeah. and. 
he turns it and that's a slate. Yeah. And all that's the wrap, so yeah. to speak. That's a wrap, guy. It's in yeah. the can. And Ronald yeah, yeah. <laughs> says, We finally have it. And we cut and we fade out. Now, can I talk about some of the people now? Yes, yes, it's Mike. All, <laughs> This mono, hey, that, that's the right pronunciation of his name. Um, in this movie, he's uh, portrayed as a really hard-nosed, arrogant man. In reality, he wasn't. He was a softer, gentle man uh, who was, uh, what's the word, mm. a very imaginative uh, and everything else. He, he wasn't portrayed in, in the real life because this was a fictional movie. Mm. Uh, and the lady who this... Um, uh, that, that Schroeder lady uh, who just died, she wasn't really a, a bitch and she wasn't a well-known actress. Hmm. She was a, a little-known actress and she went on to make other... Oh, oh, a bit of bit acting here, back on the stage or whatever. Hmm. But, yes, yeah, so hmm. everybody... No one actually died in the movie uh, or in real life back in the, in the original Nosferatu movie, but Mono died only a few years later due to a car accident. Well, that's a shame. So, yeah, he's the only one who really died. He's the only one who survived in the movie. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, um, before we go on, Mike, um, the, also the music played on the the, um, the gramophone in this, on the set to set the mood in, in the um, oh, yeah, actual, yeah, yeah. In, for the actors in some of the scenes in the, in, in the movie is actually written by John Williams. He does get around, folks. He used, they used it. Was it was originally used in Dracula nineteen seventy nine, which is oh okay, which we we'll might review yeah. next time, guys. Uh, we might do that. Yes, that's, awesome that's an awesome movie. Dracula yeah. movie too. Now, so okay. anyway, go on, Mike. With what you say? No, you still got me. Put that to know about John Williams going mm-hmm. in there. Um, yeah. So yeah, so um, mm. everybody who died in the movie. Mm. Didn't die, and Murno died a couple of years later. Mm-hmm. So that was I find rather interesting. That was um, a bit of a funny bit. But now, but when you get back into a few things of the production part, um, I think um, uh, what's his name, Nicholas Cage, might have been looking at playing one of the roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I think he's going to do the the Count Orlock role. But then William Defoe. Uh, showed an interest in doing it. Mm, that's nice. Uh, and and Nicholas Cage respected um, mm. Willem, so he gave let him uh, do the role. Yeah. Another thing, um, who played Fitz Wagner again? Fitz Wagner, that was Carrie Ells. Yeah, it? Carrie yeah. Ells. This is probably now when I look at it, um, has now starred in two films that deal with vampires <laughs> and stuff like that. So the other one, which is Bram Stoker's Dracula, that was done in 1992, which had starred um, Gary Oldman, who played Dracula in that well, movie. Wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Actually, having said that, I'll be going a bit further with that, because I had something here that uh, he played in that movie. Um... Where's the other one here? Uh, two other, two of the other actors played in Dracula type movies. Uh, here you go. Um, three cast, okay. Udo Kier, he was in Count Dracula, he played Count Dracula in Blood of for Dracula in 1974, and Dragonetti in Blade in uh, 1998. Mm. Uh, as Sarah said, Gary Owls played Arthur Holmwood in the Brown Stoker's Dracula, 
and Willem Dafoe. Not Gary Oldman can play. I said Gary Ewell's played in oh, the yes, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, sorry, calm down. And Dafoe played a minor role in The Hunger, which is a nine three movie. <laughs> All vampire movies. Mm, quite. <laughs> And, and now, reception uh, for the critics. Generally, it was relatively well received, and they commented on William Defoe's um, acting ability and um, uh, everybody else. Yeah, yeah, they just had a good feeling, but it just didn't do really great at box office. That's a shame. It it's about eight million to make, about eleven million at the box office. It might, could have been just a matter of timing. I don't know, but um, who knows? Maybe there was another movie going on that was much more better received. Yeah, probably. That that, that often happens if, if timings are very integral. Mm-hmm. Remember that Dracula movie they made uh, with that uh, uh, letterer guy mm-hmm. in America, and that came out about the same time as something else came out. So no. Um, one I think that was when Hammer made their own version of Dracula. Yeah, we made one over that there. One made, yeah. He made one over there, yeah. and. Um, and squashed it pretty it, much. Yeah, and Hammer squashed it. <laughs> yeah, just a, and so just it, was, it wasn't a bad. It wasn't a great movie. It wasn't a bad movie, but just yeah, just yeah. died. Yeah, died where it's mm. well didn't just it just pretty much didn't work. It was stillborn. <laughs> yeah, well, it didn't Whatever. work for me. So anyway, um, so another thing about this movie is that I found out. Let me see. Well. As I said before, um, I did think this movie was pretty incredible, and I thought it's such a shame it was given su- no one ever gave it a second look. Well, that might have, but they just didn't do well. I mean, again, it, I, I, it, we'd see, we see the figures for the costings, you know, the budget and how much it made. We, they don't tell us how much it made when it hit the DVDs and that sort of stuff yeah. and, and syndications on TV channels and whatever. Mm. Don't know how well it actually ran. Mm, after yeah. that, so mm. which is a bit of a shame because it's a, it's a fine movie. Mm-hmm, agreed, it is. Good actor, John Malkovich. He, he's a great actor. Like he's not the best actor in the world, mm. but when he gets his teeth into a part, he really gives. He serves up a good. Uh, yeah, I liked a him good, in uh, a good effort. Yeah, I liked him mm. in um, Man in the Iron Mask, where he plays um, Arthos in in that movie. He did. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he did an awesome You've job. You've been there. watching my movies, have you? Of course I have. Okay. I always am a big fan of, of old classics. <laughs> yeah, and my movie collection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... I don't want movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they often borrow them off you. Yeah, I haven't watched them all yet. I just can't. I just, it's physically impossible. Yeah, I also liked um, John Malkovich in, in Johnny English. Yeah, was that? Was he? Johnny English, yeah. He played a, um, a nasty Frenchman in Bad yeah. Guy in that movie. Oh, you you do get around, don't you, John? There you go. <laughs> and of course, as I said before, he was in, um, um, what's that movie called with again? Um, I can't. Oh yeah, Warm Bodies. Sorry, like sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, isn't that too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and. And actually, we might review that one day. Hmm. The dialogue's not extensive because <laughs> they're just zombies walking around. Going, but yeah, well, it's not a lot of voiceover. I did like it. the movie, and I like the fact that oh, it's cute. It's um different. It's not like it's cute. It's a, it's a cute, funny. Would you say teen, uh, zombie, weird, apocalyptic type movie? How's yeah, that? Pretty good. Yeah, I would do it eventually, but what I like to do it after the the coronavirus passes, guys. <laughs> yeah, Mostly because um, I know most of these guys have questioned me nonstop why I'm not doing any um, zombie films at the moment, but I just don't want you guys, the viewers, feel like it's 
um, we're trying to make yeah. a profit by, I mean, promote, um, you know, viruses and no. and. Yeah, I, I think they get it would lack sensitivity when people are dying all over the place yeah, and, uh, and it's, from not, a virus. it's and not a good message yeah, it's when not like you think World War it. Z and stuff you're not going to do these sort of things just at the moment yeah. folks I mean let's be sensitive to the people who are doing it really hard and losing their loved ones or whatever we're yeah. not going to do it okay yeah just watch this space yeah. it comes maybe next month or something or other when or it's next a bit easier year, depending on well, um, yeah whatever yeah, depending well, well, if hmm. things settle down eventually maybe well then yeah then we might start bringing those type of news out. I'd rather do vampires ghosts weird crapo stuffo you know yeah uh, I mean I like the idea yes. of a yeah those types of movies even but we will we will bring Slater see Slater movies are okay we do, we've done uh, The Final Girls and other things we might do Hellraiser and stuff they're really good fun movies mm. <laughs> we'll see so anyway yeah. um, let's um, rate this movie now do you, shall we oh yes it shall yes so um, how do you rate this movie Mike well uh that's a hard one. Uh, mm. Only big, no, uh, it's not a big commercial job like all the other ones we do. It's a damn fine movie. Okay, mm. everything works for it. I think I don't. I can't pick any problems with it. Yeah. Actually, I've got a lot of praise for it. Even the filming techniques. So usually, you know, when they're doing, they're pretending to be looking through the cameras and different things. They get, they're making that uh, that iris like that big net, whatever you call it. That yeah. They made it so real, and it actually took you back to 1920s when they would have made the original movie. So, <laughs> for imagination, acting, create every all the other things that go to make a good movie, I've got to give it a nine and a half. I think I'd give it a nine and a half too. Mm. I mean, not being nasty about it, just that that I just wish. I mean, it is good and all that stuff, and I can't pi- I can't pick at it, but it's I just wish that there was something that could you know really that would kind of um set a big um interest in in the movie. Yeah, well, I mean, I like the idea that that of a you know a direct um this is based on real people or re- you know on supposedly real people and. That they're doing a film that we all know about and have all know and, love. and have mm. you know set our have all over the years um, used as an influence point when yeah. you think about I it. When you think it, well, yeah, well, okay, let, let's go just take it back. Um, this movie was going to be based on the Dracula book written by Bram Stoker. They couldn't get approval mm. to do that. No, we. Uh, so that, that so who, it was his wife or something. His I widow? think it was um, Bram Stoker's wife, yeah, widow. Or widow, widow. Uh, I think it was, and she she wouldn't get permission for him to use the book as a basis for the storyline for the movie. Yeah. So they just changed it. Say, okay, we're going to call it a different name. We're going to change our vampire's name to Count Orlock. Yeah, uh, and, and change call, the film a little bit. Yeah, and mm. change the names of the leading characters a yeah, bit. Yeah, but it still was similar. It's very similar. It had a boat involved and, and a vampire buying a block of dirt in the main town. And he, it, it, It's just a bit yeah. weird that mm. she never took an outside interest in See, this. They probably thought movie making was a flash in the pan and disrespectful to literature or something rather. Who knows? I don't know. Um, I mean, I think that mm. it's just like um, when, when they thought Alfred Hitchcock's... Um, going to do television shows 
than doing actual movies. Yeah, he sold out. But he didn't sell out. out just, just, just the, the industry, he had to feed himself, you know, and yeah, you know, keep, keep working, and the TV was the next thing. Yeah. Um, but he lost his credibility. Actually, I'm going to change the, the tack just for a minute. Okay. May I? Yeah, will be fine. Uh, this movie that uh, purports to have a real vampire in it. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Really good. Trying to get the credibility. Now, there was a movie done years ago by Todd, Todd Browning called mm. Freaks. And that was down, what, in the 20s, 30s? Yeah, roughly mm. there. Um, now, it was based in a carnival. And instead of getting actors to play freaks, Todd Browning got real carnival freaks to play real Freaks in the carnival. Yeah. Uh, and a touch of reality, if you will. Yeah. Now, the problem was, it was too real, and the people didn't like it. They thought we'd prefer to have actors playing freaks, not real freaks. Yeah. And it, it partially destroyed his career. He still made Dracula after that, I think. Um, no, but that came... That before? That before, before. Okay, okay. Dracula came much before Freaks, sadly. Okay. It's about the same time anyway. Maybe, maybe a couple of years before, but... After he made this movie, his career went downhill a bit because nobody wanted to see his movies because he, he was searching for reality, hmm. trying to make it real. And maybe it could be too real. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's the problem like, peop- with peop- some people. They just don't like anything that might be... F- they, they probably think reality is a lot more scarier than, the, than, than fiction. Than fiction. Hmm. Well, you look at King Kong. You know the original King Kong movie. Yes. They said uh, the guy went. And he brought King Kong back, and they had they brought him back to New York, wherever it was going to be. And behind the curtain, he had the grill up. Okay. Yes. And so every people were coming into the theatre, and they said, "Oh, we're going to another nice movie," and blah blah. They didn't want to see a real chimpanzee or a real giraffe. They wanted to see a movie about them. And when they had um, King, King Kong. Kong on stage, mm-hmm. they were shocked, horrified. What's this animal doing in the theatre? You know, ooh, strange. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, hello. Mm. Yeah, he's a wild, he, he goes out ca- catching wild beasts on film and otherwise, and well, he brought it back alive this time, didn't he? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and shocked everybody, and he destroyed the city. Now, um, <laughs> But you've got to admit, though, it, um, when you think of freaks, it, um, it does um, kind of, um, when you look at something new that's not, and something that's based off reality more, it does make people start thinking, um, ooh, this stuff is real? Oh, my gosh, I can't, I, I can't think this stuff yeah. is really real happening. Yeah. That's like if you get a war correspondent goes to war and it shows bombs going off, people dying and blocking the street from bullets. That's real. A lot of people don't want that. They want to see a movie about it where actors are pretending to fall down. <laughs> and say, okay, then, because it's not real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? It is interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a bit sad, but interesting. It's sad, but yeah, it can destroy a career going too real. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the reasons why um, the, um, the FBI was probably expe- ex- um, investigating this sort of filmmaking. Were they? Oh, I didn't have it. Well, remember in, um, um, what's his name, the fam- the um, that famous FBI guy, um, Hope uh, J. Hoover. Edgar Hoover. Yeah, yeah, he was investigating a number of filmmakers and finding out if they were doing these films. At, you know, you know, if they were either, you know, communist, communist supervisors, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're trying to send out the wrong message to the public. Yeah, well, so that one of Charlie Chaplin, he played Hitler or or something like a in German, uh, a, a German leader, 
uh, and yeah, the, the great leader or something, or, yeah, and the great dictator or whatever it's called. And yeah. the problem is, um, it grows straight as credibility. It, well, I think really because it had a German feel to it, and everyone likened his role to Adolf Hitler. Hmm. And the speech he gave was a magnificent speech, and it came over as a fact he was a communist, communist sympathizer, yeah. which he probably mm. wasn't. Yeah, and an interesting it. fact is in mm. when they, when Chaplin made the Great Dictator. This is off the record. I don't know if I've told you this before. Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. The um, actually, actually, Adolf Hitler. He saw that movie and, and he, he cried. cried because it reflected his own personal feelings. Yeah, meaning he may not be as bad a man as we think. Well, I, I think I think the public well, we pa- painted in, him look, we as won't, bad. We won't go into Adolf Hitler at this point in time. He's, we're talking about movies here. Yeah, and sorry about we, that. We could have a few problems discussing politics. Oh, good and, point. And a, a deceased uh, country's leaders and stuff and yeah, wars. So and, no, so anyway, move along that way. So yeah. anyway, guys, um, so we've... um. Read this movie, and we both agreed that it was yeah, nine, nine and a half. half. Yeah, I mean, so, it's I mean, pro- yeah, it's a great movie. It's, it's a good watch if you like it. Something different. Mm-hmm. Oh, would you say it's almost avant-garde? It's just not quite your normal movie. Yeah, um, well, it is just, different. Yeah, I mean, unlike it, yeah. other biodrama movies where they talk about real people and, and try to make it real, and make it real. This one took it in a different direction. It's a, it, it's a, it's a fictitious drama. Uh, biodrama, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's based on reality, but everything else is not. So yeah, yeah. it's interesting. It's great. Mm-hmm. I like it. I, I like the way it was written and produced and directed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm not going to go select the actors too. They're believable. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. So anyway, thanks for listening to this podcast episode, guys. So I'll talk. This is Sarah Stevenson saying, "See you guys around." Goodbye, guys. I bet you thought I was going to say a witch laugh then. Didn't you? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> See you around, okay. guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye.